Welcome to 10, the Tenant Experience Network. I'm your host, David Abrams. In this episode, we are connecting with Jamie Patton, President and Executive Director of the Canada North Business Association. In this episode, we learn about Jamie's career journey, having spent the last decade working in Canada North Technology Park, Canada's largest technology park. She initially worked for the Elspark Accelerator Program, transitioning more recently into leading the Canada North Business Association and Hub 350. Her story began on the West End Cliffs of Jamaica, supporting two Canadian entrepreneurs building a boutique destination hotel, restaurant and spa. Jamie draws on her experience in the hospitality industry as she continues to guide KNBA into the future. She discusses the need for human connection in order to feel our best mentally, but also highlights the need to think more globally and embrace the changes in thinking around how we live, work, play, learn, and innovate. Since launching Hub 350 in October 2021, Jamie shared that it has seen over 6,000 visitors connecting in person for hot desking, larger events, community town halls, company gatherings, and more. She facilitates a dialogue around how the technology park will continue to evolve in response to emerging needs. In order to attract and retain talent, a big part of the conversation amongst all of the stakeholders is adding new opportunities to live and play in the park and making new investments to enhance physical workplaces. Jamie is very enthusiastic about the opportunity for Hilo to play a role in helping to connect all the partners in the park and promote all of the park's activities. She loves innovation and the role the Canada North Technology Park plays in supporting its community members. We're excited to share this podcast with you, so be sure to subscribe to 10 so you never miss an episode of the Tenant Experience Network. And now I'd like to welcome Jamie to the show. For our listeners, this is actually a take two. Jamie, <laughs> I tried to record the show earlier this week uh, on a via train from Toronto to Ottawa. Uh, sadly, due to uh, intermittent Wi-Fi uh, capability, uh, we had to uh, reschedule for today. So I'm glad we can reconnect and and start the conversation again, Jamie. Well, I'm always happy to spend time with you. And uh, it just it goes to show that there's still work for us to do, certainly in the technology park. Uh, and I'm looking forward to our discussion today. Absolutely. Uh, so let's just kick things off first with a little bit about your journey to your current position role. How did you get started? Sure. So I am, uh, my name is Jamie Petten. I'm president and CEO of the Canada North Business Association and now Hub 350. And I have the honor of representing Canada's largest technology park. Today, the technology park represents over 540 technology companies from early stage startup all the way through to large multinational, uh, very diverse uh coexistence of, of tech ecosystem in the park and 33,000 people directly employed. Um, I've spent the last decade in the park myself. So I, um, prior to this role, worked as a founding member of the team with Leo Lax and Patrick White at Elspark, an accelerator program that you are uh, very familiar with now. And, um, you know, I really, I think, earned my chops in the technology industry working with Leo, um, learning from him and also supporting early stage 
uh, entrepreneurs as they're going from startup through to scale up. Um, it was an incredible experience. We, in my time with Elspark, five years, we we supported over four. 45 to 50 entrepreneurs um, in the emerging portfolio, raising uh, millions in venture capital. So I, you know, I really enjoyed that time. I think it was a natural progression for me to move from Elspark into this role representing the park on the whole um, and uh, an incredible honor, honestly, something that I've you know, really embraced. So that's um, that's me in a nutshell. It's not where I started my career, though. I actually, I started my career on the West End Cliffs of Jamaica, um, again, supporting two uh, Canadian entrepreneurs as they were ambitiously building a boutique hotel, restaurant, and spa. And so that um, destination marketing element of, I think, what I do here within uh, Canada's largest technology park has kind of come full circle. And um, so many other lessons learned from that journey, but we're not here to chat about that today. <laughs> And of course, uh, I love the hospitality industry and there's so much to learn from it. And I yeah. think that, uh, that the commercial real estate industry is now looking at pulling a page from the playbook of the hospitality industry, recognizing that we really need to be more hospitable every single day. And so um, yeah. I think that experience obviously has lent you well, and I think is very apropos to this conversation that we're about to have. So, I mean, certainly the experience that you've had um, uh, really makes it clear what, where and how you ended up in this position. but Anything else that you feel made you uniquely suited for this opportunity? Uh, skills, mentors, colleagues, books. What what has helped you to be so successful? Well, I'm still on that journey, um, but certainly mentors first and foremost. And I was very lucky, like you were, David, to be surrounded by a number of highly uh, experienced entrepreneurs who were giving back their time to the portfolio of companies within Elspark. And by osmosis, I think I was uh, fortunate to, to be able to absorb some of that. Um, but in addition to that, you know, we go back to the experience in Jamaica and really thinking about that hospitality industry. Well, we're at this transformative time now in, you know, how we deliver an experience to our teams within a corporate company culture, how we deliver an experience, you know, to our park um, for the employees, the employment base on the whole. And, um, you know, I think some of that um those elements certainly have carried with me and uh, destination marketing, certainly of uh, how do we really bring the full picture of a community of a place uh, together and make it compelling and differentiated and, um, you know, and stand above of the noise. But in addition to that, you know, what are the the elements of community that really matter to someone as they're making choices to live, work, play, learn, and innovate. Um, so I, you know, I, I've gathered some of those tidbits along the way and um, have brought them to the, the business association. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey and I can't think of anyone better suited given, you know, all that you've done uh, to be leading the charge here. Um, to help set the stage for our listeners and provide some context, Hilo recently launched its workplace engagement platform at the Canada North Business Park, the Technology Park, in collaboration with KMBA and Hub 350. And we're using our newly released Hilo Starter Program to help you know, create a, a unique digital gateway connecting, as you've already said, you know, 10 million square feet of office buildings and other community stakeholders, including local businesses, as well as educational partners, to the over 30,000 people that make Canada's largest technology park their home. 
And so it's a very exciting and ambitious project. Um, we'll talk more about that, but let's dive right in with sort of a, a question to kick us off. That's very, you know, not only apropos to the technology part, but to the industry at large. Terry, mm-hmm. still um, coming out on a daily basis about the return to the workplace, and still today, very extreme opinions being expressed, confrontational, uh, yeah. sometimes polarizing. You know, we really believe that now is the right time to dig in, live, work in the world as it is right now. We can mm-hmm. to project to a date in the future when we think we'll return to normal and maybe that's the old normal. You know, perhaps yeah. living in the world now with COVID is our normal, uh, not our new normal, but our normal. So I'm just wondering what you think that means for the KNBA community and your members, both buildings, local retailers, businesses, educational partners, and all of the other stakeholders. Um, yeah, I I think I mentioned this last time we were chatting that um I don't know where it popped up on one of my feeds, but someone had been mentioning that anyone that thinks that we're returning to a state of normal or what we experienced back in 2019 is just totally out to lunch. Like we're we're so far now beyond that. And I think through the experience of the last two to three years, certainly of being isolated in our homes, of of really not being physically connected in person with one another, we've learned that there's uh, an element of of human connection that we need that we need to have um, in order to feel you know mentally at our best, uh, uh, our most connected. Um, but innovation also happens in person. It happens by the water cooler. It happens at a lunch table. It happens, you know, as we're whiteboarding and strategizing and getting together as teams. So there's, um, I think, pieces of that in-person experience from, you know, pre-COVID that we are going to continue to carry with us. But as we look to the future of our communities, the future of our work environments, we've also determined that there are better ways to integrate work and life. Um, You know, I can hop on a Zoom with you from a train and, you know, we're going to work on making that a little bit better, but I can also do that from home and I can do it from the office. Um, What it enables me to do, David, is we're in two completely different regions. Our companies now have a much easier means of going global, of connecting with potential customers, connecting with investors, connecting with the world and raising the profile of themselves all with the click of a button. And so we, as I think a technology industry, certainly are um, embracing that. And you're seeing lots of news of companies moving to hybrid or moving to remote. That's, um, you know, an element that we need to take under consideration. You know, and I think for KNBA, especially, we're not... um, naive or shied away from ambitious projects and um, ambitious ways of thinking. And I think it's just we're at this poignant time of where do we go next? What is the future of that live, work, play, learn and innovate? And it's been an exciting time to to be able to pause and, and reflect and now plan for that future. Now, you launched Hub 350 in the height of the pandemic. It's now a year old. And, you know, at a time when, you know, building occupancy was still quite low to just share with me a little bit about the, the Hub 350 experience over the last year. Yeah. So we launched Hub 350 just as um, 
the restrictions and limitations to gathering in person were starting to come down um, October, end of October of last year. We've had over 6,000 visitors to Hub 350 in this last year, connecting in person for whether it's, you know, just a soft landing or a hot desk to open up their laptop and have a hot coffee or perhaps reconnect with a colleague all the way through to, you know, large events of hundreds uh, collaborating within our RBCX finance quarter for, you know, community town halls, for um, company gatherings to reconnect and get together quarterly strat meetings, um, we're seeing all of those um, pieces come back to life. And, you know, we like to think of Hub 350 as the physical gateway, gateway to Canada's largest technology park, a place really to connect and collaborate both with the 540 technology companies that are within the park, but also as a space for strategic partners to soft land in the park, for academia, finance, and corporate partners to find a means of of really connecting and nurturing relationships with our industry. Amazing. Um, you know, the pandemic certainly has recalibrated the market, and we now recognize that buildings are really places for people. To your point earlier, we saw what it was like to be dislocated and to be isolated. Yeah. Uh, as people come back to create that sense of community, we really believe that the experience that we offer, far more than the physical real estate, but the experience, whether that be tenant experience, workplace engagement, you know, these are becoming the new determinants to how people are making decisions about their real estate needs. And so we're really focused, obviously, at Hilo on how we can enable building operators and communities to deliver unparalleled customer experience um, and really think about that now and in the future. And I'm just curious, any thought that you can share about you know, how you think the, the technology part um, will deliver great customer experience and obviously specific reference to Hub 350 as, as a key point of connection for the entire community. Yeah, you know, I think we're very encouraged with the level of activity that we're seeing within Hub 350 with the amount of collaboration happening between industry, academia, or finance partners, etc. We've hosted hackathons with students that are, you know, innovating on new ways uh, to support sustainability models within the park. We've had career fairs with thousands of job seekers connecting in person with our um, hiring companies. These are all good, clear indicators that we want to be back in person for certain pieces. But with that said, there are still challenges ahead of us. Our commercial um, property owners and their tenants are really grappling with beyond a community town hall, what do what did their corporate offices need and what kind of community needs to surround them. And so in the background, um, KNBA have also been really thinking about that overall community design plan and working very closely in coordination and partnership with our municipality, the city of Ottawa, to designate the park as a special economic district and really start to shift the way we think about the park as an industrial space where offices are co-located to a mixed use environment where we embrace you know, commercial and residential development, um, walkability within our streets and densification of, of people living in the park and eating in the park after 5 p.m. and perhaps having some fun in the park um, after 5 p.m. as well. And um, there are some indicators of of our um, commercial 
uh, industry really uh, getting behind this and and um, picking this up. We've most recently had a very significant announcement from Nokia, our our largest tenant within the park. They have 26 acres of space in the park, um, making a, an over 700 million dollar investment in redeveloping their property over the next five years. So. Yeah, you know, and I think that speaks to the work we're doing as a community on the whole to to really think of what are our HR leaders hearing? What are our um, C-levels and their employees, you know, really wanting to see out of their built environment? Um, but also it's a response from, as an example, Nokia to what they're hearing from their teams. In order to innovate, we need a really um, collaborative space for our researchers to come together. But um, at the crux of it, we also need a space to attract and retain further talent. Um, the demand for solutions in our park today couldn't be higher. We have over a thousand roles open in Canada North today. Those are roles that need to be hired for yesterday. Um, and we're working very closely with academia, University of Ottawa and Carleton University to get as many co-ops and new grads into those doors as possible. Um, but really in thinking about talent attraction, we need to start thinking outside of Ottawa, outside of Canada, going globally. And campuses like these, a built environment like this will enable us to soft land talent to the park that may be coming from a new country and um, not knowing, you know, what's around them. Um, and, you know, new grads who who just don't have a car to commute in every day and and want to be uh, walking to work and walking to to home all in the same day. Yep. Uh, listen, I love that. That even though you are very physical in nature, it's a, it's a technology park, you're still thinking about its position uh, in the world I mean, from a global perspective, uh, not that everything needs to stop and start at the technology park. And I love that. That's a great perspective to, to have. Um, as you know, Hilo has been working behind the scenes to onboard uh, now 75 buildings uh, from the technology park onto the platform. We're beginning the outreach to all of the various building owners and operators, starting to have some great conversations about how we can enable them to create that community, to create connection, um, to provide a higher level of tenant experience. You coined the phrase, you know, wanting to see Hilo become the digital gateway, okay. connecting everyone together. Can you just share any um, thoughts you have on sort of, you know, where you envision Hilo within the technology park and sort of the role that it can play? Well, I think that the sky's the limit for what Hilo can achieve in collaborating with our building partners, with their tenants, the employers in our park, and the employees that are concentrated in Canada's largest tech park. We have, you know, the Ericsson's, Nokia's, Sienna's of the world employing thousands. We also have early stage startups all concentrated and wanting to um, connect within the ecosystem. So, you know, I think first and foremost, there's a capacity with this digital gateway or virtual gateway to connect those who are already actively employed within the park, whether it's for um, future employment opportunities and, and seeing career progressions happening by having a better awareness of the community around them, um, or business development, customer relationships forming, um, the potential for um, collaboration and mentorship. There's there's so much there. Um, and then in addition to that, you know, what I'm excited about with Hilo is that we have this platform to really promote all of these great things that are happening 
for the community within the community, uh, whether that's community events or you know spaces and um, that are coming online and new companies announcing that they're coming to the park that we want to celebrate. There's a there's an untapped potential there that we're very excited about. As are we, and we're looking forward to being a part of that uh, solution going forward. Now let's take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back. This episode of 10 is proudly brought to you by Hilo. Hilo is a rapid deployment workplace engagement platform for the hybrid world that enables building operators to connect to their tenants, whether they're at work, at home, or anywhere in between. We are in the midst of a seismic shift in the evolution of the workplace. Now more than ever, it's clear that the most important asset of a building is the people. Commercial real estate leaders recognize that tenants and employees want new kinds of spaces, services, and amenities to support having the flexibility to work from anywhere. Workplace engagement solutions that connect hybrid working people to buildings no matter where they are have become a major differentiator as buildings compete to retain current tenants and attract new ones. Hilo empowers building operators to meet this challenge. To learn more about Hilo and schedule a demo, visit HiloApp.com. We're back with Jamie Patton, President and Executive Director of the Canada North Business Association. Again, Jamie, I'm really glad we can uh, have this conversation today, and thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I, I want to recognize something that I don't think uh, should be overlooked. Living through a pandemic has been very challenging for so many. Um, and as we look to the future, yes, we have to um, move beyond, but I don't think we can forget where we've been either. Uh, we truly believe now is an opportunity to build something better, uh, do something better, create something better. And so we're very focused, not letting COVID or the pandemic be an excuse for why we can't achieve great things. Can you share any details about any part of your business that you are now reimagining to reflect the reality of where we are today? Well, my business is the the park on the whole. And, you know, I think I'm excited, as we were mentioning in the last uh session just about the future transformation of the technology park as that mixed use um, complete and connected innovation community and you know I'll think I'll take those comments one step further so we know that um, we have a talent attraction and retention need a dire need for people to remain uh, working for our companies in Canada North but also to seek out new job opportunities in the park and having this beautiful um, place where people, you know, really can enjoy the full spectrum of their life is, is amazing. But we also have um, some world-class solutions being developed in Canada North. We are a subject matter expert, a thought leader, an R&D leader in in 5G, in telecommunications, in connectivity, and a ton of subsectors um, within that, from cybersecurity to software, software as a service. We have some exciting life sciences companies in the park. And, um, you know, with all that's being developed in the park and at this point in time where we're thinking about, well, well, how do we integrate um, technology into our day-to-day -day lives in order to support, you know, a, a more... Uh, efficient lifestyle, um, we have this really exciting opportunity to digitally transform the park and really take the solutions that are developed in Canada North and deploy them into Canada North. It's not uncommon these days to see, you know, drones as an example, flying over our world-class golf course and delivering food and beverage to golfers in real time. These are the um, kinds of uh, solutions that we well, we celebrate, certainly. It's just cool. 
it's yeah. fun. Um, and I think it really showcases our, our leadership in Canada's largest tech park. It's a giant Petri dish. Uh, <laughs> exactly. The fact that you are thinking about innovation, not only in terms of servicing your existing members, but in all that you do, right? Every aspect of the delivery of, of, of um, you know, from, from the built environment to all of the additional services and programs that you're creating, connecting, you know, academia, I mean, and, and again, again, looking at that thread of innovation as a way to sort of bring it all together. I, I think it's, it's, it's super exciting. We're obviously thrilled to be a part of it. And um, I know great things are still to come. You know, our closing speed round, Jamie, is an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better on a personal level. Okay. Uh, well, I'd love for you to share one way in which the pandemic has changed your outlook on life. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I mean, first and foremost, I think just that uh, that relationship piece, like being able to be with my family was something that I will cherish forever. I have two young kids. I had one just before the pandemic and one through the pandemic. So um, COVID certainly brought us closer. <laughs> and um, I. I will cherish that time because it's a time in my life that I, I won't get back and it goes by really quickly. Um, but with that said, my my parents, my friends, my family, my colleagues, we miss time with them in person. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be back and in, in, in the world and, and celebrating life's milestones together for sure. A, a lot of life lessons to take forward. Uh, you know, again, I'm fortunate it had to be at such a um, such a detriment to so many people uh, in so many ways, but definitely a lot to learn. And I think a lot of people have taken, um, you know, taken taken note and and are doing things differently, which I think yeah. is a right. Um, what travel destination do you miss most? Hmm. Hmm. Um. Good question. I'm gonna say the Caribbean okay. because of um just how much is meant to me in my life. I, of course, you know, early stages of my career, but also a lot of um, really special times for, for me with my husband now. So yeah, I just miss lying on a beach and having a pina colada and, and relaxing. And that's, I think another piece of um, the pandemic that we're, we're definitely going to completely strip away in uh uh, embracing travel again and embracing that time for ourselves that is just so important to be able to recharge and come back feeling energized. Um, so I hope to be on a beach at some point next winter. <laughs> I've got a trip booked for February. It'll be the first time in three years. I take a week to two weeks just to get sand and sun yeah. uh, all around me as a way to rejuvenate and really to to, to um, reboot. And uh, I can't wait. I certainly hope it happens this year. Yeah. Um, Anything new on your bucket list that you'd like to experience? Um, no, I feel like I've had a lot of bucket list moments over the last little while. Having had um, two kids, we're we're in a new home. Um, so I'm in the stage of just kind of settling in into my life. I'm sure we'll start adding to that bucket list as the kids start to get a little bit older. That's a good place to be. I, I don't I'd imagine you sound also quite grateful in all that you have. So mm, yeah. Uh, that's that's a fortunate place to be. Um, you know, since we are talking a lot about technology, what's your favorite technology that is new to your life? Ooh, hmm. We have a step challenge that we've recently started at um, at KNBA and Hub Three Hundred and Fifty, um, and it's 
brought to my attention that I'm not moving myself as much as I should be. Um, so this one's, you know, novel and silly, but, but a step tracker is like, I just, again, I think having been at home in my sweatpants for the last couple of years, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying getting myself moving again. And, and motivated being, I guess, connected with other people and whatnot through that process, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, what is your personal choice for days spent in person with your colleagues, your team members versus working from anywhere? So we have embraced, uh, and it's actually our chief of staff, Amanda Gordon, that says this, a work where you work best mentality. Mm -hmm. And um, while our operation at Hub 350, of course, requires a and you know, every day in person presence by our team, um, we we tend to, to embrace hybrid as well. So I um, spend a few days in the office with the team and a few days remote. And that uh, depends on what my personal life also demands of me. I have two young kids. Uh, I have drop-offs and pickups that I now have to integrate into my day-to-day -day routine. And, you know, I'm really grateful for the fact that I can spend a part of my day in person collaborating with my team at Hub 350 and then be, you know, at home after pickup, um, zooming in uh, to a meeting that I can't miss. And that's something that I think we're we're all really embracing. I totally agree. And I think that truly is one of the greatest outcomes of all of this. Yeah. Uh, that that insight that, you know, the, the our schedules can be flexible. I love what you just mentioned, the notion of work where you work best. I think that's, mm -hmm. I don't think we should be mandated on either extreme. Yeah. Uh, and I think that uh, that being said, for me, you know, working 100% remote, I'm kind of done with that. Because yeah. uh, we had to, it, to me, it is not sustainable. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to see the impact that it's having on my team and my organization. And we are looking forward to coming back and being able to be more connected in person and, and, and enjoy that that's time spent together. So again, best of all worlds, why not take advantage of that? Yeah, yeah, completely. Amy, thank you so much for joining me on the program today. Um, I, I really appreciate your taking the time. I'm looking forward to continue to collaborate with you and your entire team at KMBA and Hub 350 and uh, wishing great success for all of us. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's so fun to chat about these topics with you. So I'm happy to be here and looking forward to seeing how things evolve. Excellent. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. I want to thank Jamie Patton for joining me on this episode of 10 and for contributing to the global conversation around buildings, being a part of a robust ecosystem, helping to build great companies, and that they are vital in the effort to cultivate and support great people and teams. The future of the workplace will likely take many forms and we will continue to explore what that looks like together. Subscribe to 10 for more conversations with leading CRE industry professionals and experts who all have something to say about tenant experience and the future of the workplace. We love hearing from you, so if you enjoyed this episode of 10, please share, add your rating and review us through your preferred podcast provider. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on a future episode, please reach out to me directly at david at hiloapp.com. And until our next episode, I wish you all continued success in building community where you work and live. Thank you.